Great to have your company and welcome to another episode of The Money Minutes. I'm Ross Greenwood um, and look, two days in a row, what can I say? It's obviously fairly quiet. As I said, I'm in isolation at the moment, so I'm going to have a chat to you from time to time. Uh, the one thing I can basically tell you at this stage is that the recession is playing out almost exactly as it should be. In other words, the shock has happened, that's of the coronavirus uh, the real concern to what happens to business and profits and obviously government finances as well. Um, the government responds, the Reserve Bank responds in the normal and typical fashion. Um, income support, business support, um, interest rate support, all of this takes place. So now we see an unemployment rate of 7.1%. In fact, the latest numbers out today, the uh, number of payroll jobs at the end of June, 5.7% below mid-March. Uh, effectively as coronavirus was really taking off in Australia. Now, bear in mind Australia still is significantly better than many other parts of the world. Uh, But the uh, response by government is as it should be. In other words, support. The real problem for the economy, the real recession, if you like, even though we're officially in recession now, but the real recession, that doesn't start until the government starts to withdraw that income support. Now, of course, at the moment, that is expected to be at the end of September. So when that takes place, it won't, of course, because the government will recognise that it's got to keep the income support going. The other side of it also is, what choice have they got? Because as soon as they withdraw that support, you're going to get a raft of businesses will go broke as a result of the band-aid that is there right now That means that companies that are trading insolvent, and many of them are, especially in retail, especially in the tourism sectors, trading insolvent right now, well, effectively, they've got no choice but to go broke. It will be the legal obligation of directors. So the government may well have to extend that policy as well. Then when it comes to the individuals, well, as soon as JobKeeper goes, say, for example, the $1,500 a fortnight, well, then you've got a situation whereby a lot of people are going to become instantly unemployed because businesses will have gone broke, because the businesses will not be otherwise able to afford to keep that person on. And so when you suddenly start to see the new lockdown in Victoria, the second biggest economy in the nation, the second biggest employer in Australia, you realise just how significant the problem lies right now for governments, both state governments and the federal government as well. And so when you consider throwing your mind out the late September, even though you'd like to think that the governments will get on top of the outbreaks as they occur, but as Victoria is showing, that's significantly more difficult said than done. It's the important part about this that right now you've got a whole bunch of cafes, a whole bunch of restaurants, a whole bunch of other businesses that are closing down. Think about shopping centres, for example. Now, what do you expect? You expect shopping centres forever to try and charge less rents to individual shopkeepers? I don't think so. Do you expect the banks long term to suddenly give everybody an interest rate holiday or to not have people paying back their loans if they got troubles? Now, as I say, the unemployment rate now 7.1%, but likely to rise out higher than this, significantly higher. What does that do to the property markets? Now, the interesting part about this is already some are out there trying to pick the eyes out of bargains that might exist. 
But my point always during this has been, and will continue to be this, is that the real recession, the deepest of the recession, doesn't actually start until the government withdraws support. And the lesson of that is the 1991 recession, where it took four years for the recession to occur. And the reason why that recession partly occurred is because the the interest rates were raised to 17%, because not only did the government withdraw support, but the Reserve Bank did the opposite, actually started trying to you know, put the brakes on the economy. So maybe there's lessons in that as well for the policymakers, for the government, but also for the Reserve Bank. So in some ways right now, there's a bit of a trade-off between how deep the government is prepared to dig to try and make certain the economy does not go into recession, that jobs are actually held, versus the amount of debt it's prepared to take on. Is it prepared, for example, to risk the AAA credit rating that Australia has got, which only in the last couple of weeks, some of the credit ratings agency, Fitch, for example, have again reconfirmed Australia's AAA credit rating. But I don't know what that's about, because frankly, you know, the debt is racking up. The unemployment rate is racking up. And if you went back and had a look at where they were judging Australia 12 or 18 months earlier... You would realise if these set of circumstances had happened in the absence of anything else in the world, Australia would not have its AAA credit rating. So you've just, again, got to really focus on the fact that this is not over. The virus is not over. It's not going to end for a long time. The hopes of uh, some form of vaccine with the uh, University of Queensland uh, sort of uh, trials rolling out now with CSL, for example, saying that it's now going to have the ability to produce lots and lots of this vaccine with a big caveat, if it works. You've got to be hopeful it is. You've got to be optimistic it is. But you've got to be realistic enough to say, maybe it won't. And as I say, the real issue right now in terms of where people are being affected, it's obviously in the older age groups where there's no jobs, And it's people up to the age of 29, people starting out in their careers. They're the ones genuinely being affected right now because many of the jobs that they might otherwise take are in hospitality, are in the entertainment style industries, are in food and beverage. And that's where they get their start. And this is where right now many Australians cannot look at their own circumstances and presume that is everybody's circumstances. It's just not the case. But as I say, I still believe that we've got to watch really carefully because this is not over. The worst potentially is to come. The people who are buying the stock market right now, in my opinion, are in some ways deluded, mainly because I've just got this feeling that, right, you know, you could sit there and be, you can be underperforming right now in your super fund, in your investment portfolio, but you could actually also be safe. You might have missed a kick in the stock market that everybody's looked at and gone, wow, that's pretty incredible. And it is. But safety first is still the option that I've got for most people right now. Those people who are not prepared to punt, to lose. And I think that is probably the prudent message now going ahead for at least the next six to 12 months, at the very least, maybe even longer. Sorry for the bad news today. I know I'm going to stick with this theme though. Because the government clearly hasn't got much choice and hope. Business knows what's coming. It recognises what's coming rolling over the hills, as it were. Um, It's not easy. It's going to be pretty tough for a lot of businesses to get through it. 
But anyway, we'll stick on the theme. Let me know what you think through either Twitter or Facebook. Love to hear from you. Uh, And we'll do it again very, very shortly. I'm Ross Greenwood, and these are the Money Minutes.